0: Welcome to the Convergence Conversations podcast. Join us as we discuss topics that impact you and the body of Christ through candid, open conversation. Let's encounter Jesus together.
1: Drew Fish and I senior leader here at convergence church and i have with me two amazing guests and i want them to quickly introduce themselves
0: hi i'm justin collins worship pastor at convergence church so excited to be here talking about this topic today
2: and steve fish and i'm apostolic leader and elder here at convergence and really looking forward to this time today
1: yeah i'm i'm really excited about this conversation um obviously our vision statement here at convergence is encounter encountering Jesus and transforming cities with his power and love and so we're going to talk about one thing that we do called worship in the city and this is something that we've we've started to now kind of do twice a year and I want us to lay a little bit of groundwork in a minute but this is a key aspect of our vision statement of what it means to transform a city and so, I think I would like to start, and I just like to pose this question to you guys. We, we may have some listeners on the podcast that aren't familiar with what we're doing in the city. And so, what is worship in the city? And maybe as a as a tag up, as a follow in, with that, what is worship in the city? And how how
2: did this start? How how did this come about that we decided to do this? Awesome question there. Yeah, it. Uh... I've lived here in Fort Worth for many, many years. I, I actually tell people I decided to move here when I was two, and uh, it, was a, it was a great decision. Been here a while. Yeah, and I love this city, and uh, it's been a big vision of, of, of convergence yeah. for for so many years. And, you know, in Isaiah, it talks about the Spirit of the Lord Coming up on you. And when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, you'll preach the gospel, you'll see the brokenhearted bound up. And so it talks about personal anointing. Yeah. And then and then as you go through that passage, it it talks about corporate anointing. Yeah. It says you become an oak of righteousness. Mm. And then it goes on to say they will repair the ruined cities. Mm-hmm. And so it goes from personal anointing to corporate anointing. To city changing anointing, and we begin to talk to our church several years back about how we're in this season now of city changing anointing, and so God began to birth this in our hearts, and and uh, you know we used to do a thing here called Friday Night Fire, yeah, and uh, you guys remember Friday Night Fire, yeah, yeah. Justin, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember Friday Night Fire, and and people would come from all over the region and encounter God, yeah, mm-hmm. and and. And so we felt this urgency as, as we were coming into 2020 to, to start up again. Mm-hmm. And so we were ready to start up. We had it on the calendar. And then, boom, COVID hits. And so, so we were sitting in a staff meeting one day. And, and uh, it was Marcy, my wife. Got to give her credit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she says, what if we... What if we take this outside? And so we thought, yeah, that's great. That's great. And we're going to pray about it. We're going to brainstorm together. It's like, hey, let's go out. Let's meet in Trinity Park on Friday night. Let's worship. And let's invite the whole city to come join us. Let's invite every church, every believer. And we just started this journey of worshiping out in Trinity Park that eventually led to our having a gathering that was up to 7,000 people. Sean came in, uh, the presence of God. It actually was, was for me, it was, it was a historic moment. Definitely. Um, but when God's people gather in a city to worship together in unity, yeah, something happens. That's so good. It says in Proverbs, by the blessing of the upright. The city is exalted. Yeah, so that's kind of where kind of where we started yeah. with worship in the park.
0: Yeah, it really has. I mean, it really has been a wild ride, and we'll get more into like where we've come and where we're at now. But um, really, from very humble beginnings, it really was. It was. It was. Marcy said in a staff meeting, and I. I love the way it started too, because it wasn't that Marcy talked to Steve and said, "Hey, hun, I think this is a good idea," and Steve said, "Hey, guys." we're going to do this thing. Everybody fall in line. Marcy came to the staff and said, what do you guys think about this? And like, she posed it to the staff and we were like, uh, yes, let's do that. Yeah. And of course all the, all the planners were like, oh no. <laughs> cause I think we had, we had three days cause we were doing something called, uh, I believe it was encounter nights. We were doing encounter nights. Um, that was the new thing we had launched. Yes. And it was, what if we took our encounter nights to the city? Instead of asking the city to come to us, why don't we take it to the city? And we had about three days. It was on Tuesday, and the encounter night was on Friday. So in three days, the whole staff mobilized, and we organized an event. And I think our first one, something like 400 or 500 people came. And uh, we just said, this is a night of worship and prayer for our city. It's uh, to unify the city, to unify the body of Christ in Fort Worth, to bless our city, and to see, see lives changed. Um, it was just such, it was such a huge undertaking for such a small group of people. And it was so blessed by the Lord. So many things fell into line and favor with the city. We've still got f- just insane favor with the city of Fort Worth that I wow. don't know another church or another, anybody that has the kind of favor with the city of Fort Worth that we have, where we just came in and we were like, we'd like to do this thing. And they're like, great, go ahead, do whatever you want. And we've <laughs> not, not whatever you want, but they gave, they we've, 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 uh, we've got this mutual trust with the city of Fort Worth that would have never been fostered if we had not said, hey, let's go out. Let's step out in faith and do this thing. So I'm just very blessed by it, and I'm blessed to be a part of it. Obviously, I've led worship at at most of these gatherings, and it's the way we've seen the Lord move has just been so, so incredible. Um, You know, like our body, you know, we kind of expect to see signs and wonders everywhere we go, right? And there was a lot of, there's a lot of meetings where it wasn't just like signs and wonders everywhere we go. And we'd be like, okay, Lord, we're faithful. and We did this thing and it was really fun and we gave you glory and that's what we're here to do. And then at the very end of the meeting, someone would walk up and be like, you know, like, how do I get to know Jesus? Just like you guys, you guys came and I watched this whole thing and I didn't move and I stood at the back the whole time and I never lifted my hands and I didn't come forward for the altar call. But Now I know I need to know Jesus, you know, Mm -hmm. and these incredible encounters that there wasn't one meeting that we didn't have some sort of encounter where, where lives were touched in a crazy way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I want to hit on something that actually both of you guys mentioned the word unity. I remember vividly in June, 2020 is when we started, this was right in the midst of, first of all, we had COVID, um, all of that happening, but we also had, there was a lot of racial Tension and just the, the the racial conversation and all of that and prayer mm-hmm. in our city and protests happening mm-hmm. in our city at the time and so we had this gathering and we had this diverse even multiracial gathering where we were making these declarations unified mm-hmm. as a church about like hey you know just making these declarations and praying in this thing of like yeah we you know we we don't we come against racism and we're just praying and declaring these things in the middle of Fort Worth. And it was like, the unity was like amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I would love for you guys to talk a little bit about why is that important with worship in the city? And how do we see that when it comes to unity? Why, why is there such a, what is, what
2: is our desire there with, with unity? Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, it, it talks in Psalm 133, about the power of unity, you know, it says where brothers dwell together in unity Yeah. there. The Lord commands the blessing and it talks about it being fresh like the dew. And something happens when the church in the city gathers and says, we are here as one church in this city to worship Jesus, to lay aside the little things that we don't uh, we don't all agree on, and to be so captivated by Jesus that we can't be separated, mm. and uh, that has been a big part of the worship in the city vision. Um, we've had you know pastors from a number of churches yeah. pray. Yeah, Le- we've had people from worship teams from all over. We've had people coming from churches from all over, and it's exciting to see. What God does in the church in this city in Fort Worth, you know, even our name, I feel like, is something that's prophetic. That this city is a fortress of worth. Graham Cook said that here years ago. It was the first time I believe that I know of that it was spoken in our city. Mm-hmm. Now it's become pretty common. Um, but this this city was created to be filled with the worship, the worth of God, which we release through worship. And, and that happens as, as we gather together and do that in unity.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's the unity thing. There's been a lot of talk about unity probably between me and you, Andrew, than more than anybody else in my life in the last uh, few months. But something I, I talked to you, Steve, over and over again through this whole process of worship in the city was unity. And it was talking about, you know, how do we get more hands on deck? with worship in the city. How do we get more churches, more people involved? Because it's not that we need somebody to fill a position, it's that we've had a mandate of unity. The whole point from the the inception of worship in the city was worship in the park, which started as a night Mm -hmm. of worship and prayer for our city. And a night of worship and prayer for our city was about unity. It was about unity and coming together and lifting up the most important thing, which is Jesus. And so with that as our mandate, which hasn't changed, there's been a lot of things that have morphed and molded differently now. And it looks a little different than it did when it started. And we're not always in Trinity Park, we're moving around. We did the water gardens, which was incredible. We'll probably talk about that in a minute, but um, that unity thing has been so key. And it never was supposed to be a convergence thing. It wasn't supposed to be our thing that we go do. It was not a night of worship in the park. It was not convergence worship live in the park, like come out and hear, you know, us worship. It was always intended to be a unifying thing for our city and for everyone to get behind the mission of Jesus in our city. And we've done that to the best of our ability. And and I've really, we've seen so many bodies and so many people come and be a part of what the Lord is doing. And I just feel so honored. I've ran into people who go, oh, yeah, you guys can't, or not you guys, but I was in Trinity Park, and they did this worship down there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was us. Like, I was leading worship. They're like, oh, really? Because they never heard the word convergence. They never heard our church, our thing, our night. They always heard Jesus. <laughs> this is This is the Lord's night, you know? So I just love it. It's, uh, the unity thing is, is something that we'll be going after for a long, long time. And we've seen massive, massive strides as we've walked out this worship in the city.
1: Yeah, and I think what what you mentioned is really important is, you know, the heart of this is really about, it's not about a ministry, it's not about an, an individual church, and it, it it didn't start that way, it's not still that way. You know, it's about lifting up the presence of Jesus and declaring his lordship and his leadership over our city and gathering with people that maybe go to other churches, um, having other pastors, other worship leaders on stage with us, all going after one thing. And I think that that's beautiful. And I think it's something that the Lord has really called us to that I even feel passionately about as a house is, you know, we're we're blasting this thing of religion off, you know, we're Mm. blasting this thing of you know, it has to be about a ministry or a church or, you know, and, and just taking a step back and being like, no, this is all about Jesus. Let's just unify around that and not worry about, you know, whose, you know, stuff is on where and what, you know, what that looks like. Let's just let Jesus Mm. be exalted. And so one of the things that I also just wanted to talk about is, what do we do on these nights? So you mentioned worship. We've had the word prayer mentioned. Those are the two biggest components. What I would
2: love to ask you guys is why. Yeah, that's such a great great question. I've already mentioned that scripture, I think, in Proverbs. It says, by the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted. So when we come together as a unified church to bless our city, something happens. And not just a good feeling. Like we actually have been given the authority to govern the spiritual atmosphere of our city. And so when we come together as the church, we're the ones that have the authorities in the the heavenly realms. And and so when we come together and we worship and we pray and we make that declaration and we say, Shalom to you, Fort Worth, and we declare prosperity, like it says in Jeremiah twenty-nine. Um, you know, bless the city where you live, because when you bless it, you're going to be blessed. Mm. And it uses that Hebrew word shalom, which means to prosper in every way. And when we declare that, things are released over our city, and and our doing that in unity, it is such a powerful thing.
0: Yeah, I love what you said about we I don't know what the words were you used, but we're the leaders in the spirit realm. Because I, it makes me think of like, uh, you know, who's the leader of the kingdom? I just had Ember, my four-year-old, she's like, Daddy, what does it mean to be a ruler? I don't remember where we said that. It might have been in a worship song, she heard it. But like, what's a ruler? And I was like, well, that's the one who makes the rules. <laughs> I was like, that's a king, that's a queen, that's whoever makes the rules, right? And what you said is we're leaders in the spirit. And if we were leaders in the natural... We would say a thing and declare a thing and it would be done. You know, the king says it the king declares a thing and it becomes the law because Mm. it was the words that came out of his mouth. And and when we're leaders in the spirit, we get to release not just what we want to see happen, we get to release what is the Lord's heart for our city, right? He's the ruler and we get to be leaders in the spirit and release that and be his mouthpiece. Say, this is what Jesus says about you, Fort Worth. This is what Jesus says about you, people of Fort Worth, right? And so it's like, if we don't say it, then who's going to say it? Like, he'll find somebody else to say it. (laughs) But what an honor that we've been called to be his mouthpiece, to declare life, to declare wholeness, to declare strength, to declare peace over our city, to declare the strongholds broken off, you know? And even in this most recent um, worship in the city that we had. You know, we moved from Trinity Park, Park which really the goal of Trinity Park, I, I don't know that it was our first choice, so what we landed on, we felt right about it. But part of the original goal, as I remember it, is we were trying to get as close to 7th Street as possible. Because at the time, in our very first meeting, there was, there was uh, riots going on yeah. in Fort Worth. And they were on 7th Street because the police were not letting anybody go into downtown. So they blocked him off at the bridge, and we were like, we want to get as close to that as possible. And we tried to get the Fort Worth Police and Fire Memorial down right on 7th Street, which is in Trinity Park. And the next best thing was where we were. And so we were as close as we could get to the unrest, right? And we set up there, and we declared Jesus as Lord. So with that, then we moved our last meeting was in uh, the water gardens and the history, I'm sure Steve would be able to share it better than me, but the history of the water gardens is that it was, it was part of what was called hell's half acre, right? There was a lot of strongholds, to be broken over in the water gardens, right? Because of all the things that had happened in in centuries past in our city and what that area was and and the strongholds that were on our city because of what had happened. And we got to go in and we've been there before with other groups as well. Like I think Circuit Riders came through and Todd White and we were able to be a part of those uh, gatherings in the water gardens on the other side of the big structure there. And we Came into the center and and we were just breaking off strongholds, right? And as things begin to break off, this this insane praise <laughs> began to rise, and wow. it was just one of the most incredible meetings I've ever been a part of, and it it really sparked a lot of um, re. It was it was like reigniting to this worship in the city thing because mm. we had done so many events in the park that we were kind of like, okay, Lord, what do you you know what's what are we doing? And I'm looking at Steve like, Steve, what are we doing, Steve? And <laughs> what's next? Um, and if he had said, you know, we're just going to keep going, then that'd have been like, sweet, we're going to keep going. But, you know, we had this new vision and and it just has been so amazing to watch what the Lord does when people are just obedient to gather and obedient to lift up the name of Jesus.
2: Yeah, that, that night was such a powerful night and it really was an assignment I felt from the Lord last year in December when I began to study the history of our city and, and saw all the all that had happened in Hell's Half Acre and how how long it took to actually get rid of what was going on down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it went on, and and it actually what got rid of Hell's Half, Half Acre was the Army stepping in in World War One and saying, "Hey, we need a a, a training center here at, at the, in this Fort Worth." <laughs> And they formed Camp Bowie to to train people for the war. And that's what shut down Hell's Half Acre. And I even feel that that's something prophetic about our city, that our city has a, a mandate to equip people for the battle. And so, yes, we gathered there in the water gardens on the exact spot that was Hell's Half Acre, and we worshiped in leaders' from all around the city came and we made declarations specifically about different things that had happened there and about how the future of our city is different than it was in the past Mm -hmm. and declaring our identity in the city. And it was such a powerful night. I had pastors coming up to me after it was over, like, When are we doing this again yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it was such a great
0: night it was so cool because as you're you know as you move with the lord and as we're willing to be changed and shifted with what the lord wants to do new doors open up right we've been consistent for let's see it's 2020 so it's over two years now you know we've been consistent with this thing that the lord called us to do with worship in the city And over those two years, you know, you'd kind of think like pretty much everybody that Convergence touches would have at some point heard about it, maybe even come. But then we went to the water gardens and it was like people that I knew that I've known for 10 years are like, oh, I didn't know you guys did this. And we're like, yeah, we've been here. Where have you been? (laughs) We've been lifting it up in the park for two years. Um, but things are going to beginning to open up and, and change. And, and actually, I, I mean, I don't know if you want to go ahead and move on to kind of like the future, but we have, I mean, the vision really is to, to continue to kind of move around, you know, dictated by the Lord where we go, but our next one, even going right down to main street, Fort Worth, you know?
2: Yeah. We're headed down to main street, yeah. right down in the area of town that is the JFK Tribute in, in downtown Fort Worth where JFK spoke uh, before he was shot, right before he was shot in Fort Worth. And there was a statement he said that I feel like was a prophetic statement. <laughs> he said, there's no faint hearts in Fort Worth. And the Lord just put it in my heart. He's like, I, I felt this like we need to go down to that spot and declare a new boldness. Mm over the church of Fort Worth. There is not a faint heart in Fort Worth. And so we're going to gather on October 1st. It's a Saturday from four to seven. And we're going to meet, we're going to shut down main street and uh, we're going to have, we're going to have tents and ministry. We're going to have prophetic teams out there, blessing people. We're going to have healing teams and we're, I believe that a church gathering in unity, ministering in the city, Mm -hmm. worshiping, we're going to end, we're going to have worship going all through it, but we're going to end the last hour with a big worship gathering that we're going to see an increase of boldness and confidence that is part of the prophetic destiny Mm. for our city. And, And so we're beginning to gather churches pastors and so looking forward to what is going to happen this october
0: Mm.
2: right in the center of our city
0: yeah and when you say the church uh the a church coming together in unity you're not just talking about this church right no like we're talking about the church of fort worth the the Church church of tarrant county yes coming together to bless our city and to bless the lord you know, that's not lost on me either, that our heart with everything we do, especially worship-wise at Convergence, everything I'm involved in with worship, house of prayer, worship in the city, our heart is to always minister to the heart of the Lord. Yeah. We always That's always my answer when people are like, how do you decide what to do? Whatever ministers to the heart of the Lord you know what did you why did you do this well that's what the lord told me would minister to his heart like that's our goal that is our that is the only thing that we're here to do is minister to his heart and so with worship in the city like that's what we're going to come together and do. So if that sounds like something you want to be a part of, come. <laughs> if you're listening yeah. to this right now and you needed the confirmation. If there's something that you're hearing in this that you're like, oh my gosh, the Lord was just talking to me about unity. Oh my gosh, the Lord gave me a vision that I was going to be worshiping on Main Street. You're supposed to be there on October 1st. So October 1st on Main Street, downtown Fort Worth, between 8th and 9th Streets, Come and be with us, and it's going to be powerful.
1: Yeah, we're just going to be there lifting up the name of Jesus. I, I love what you said about ministering to the heart of the Lord. And I think it's worth mentioning. I, I know we've, I, I feel like we've mentioned it, but like the core aspect of this is worship and prayer because we believe strongly that you have to go like to impact a city, to transform a city, to see transformation in the city. You have to start with worship and prayer. Yes. It's like you go in with worship, you go in with prayer, and then absolutely there's there's practical things we can do, there's practical needs we can meet, there's all of those things, but like what happens when the atmosphere of a city is changed, is transformed because of worship, that worship and prayer environment impacting that city well beyond the you know, however many people are there, you know, that's one of the things that we've also kind of really had as part of the vision because there have been times when, you know, let's be honest, we've shown up and there's been like, you know, 50 to 75 people and we had 700. And so there's times where we're like, well, what are we doing? Are we really impacting a city? But the reality is we are Mm -hmm. simply because we're there and we're lifting up the name of Jesus. And that city is being impacted, whether there's two people there or whether there's 500 people there. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. We're still going to be faithful to do it and, and to gather and to see what he does and to see him transform a city. Um, and so we're, we're super excited about the uh, the October 1st gathering. So we'd love to invite you out and also just to stay connected with our, with our vision of worship in the city. We're, we're going to continue doing this next year in 2023 and just continue to see what the Lord has. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Convergence Conversations podcast and we'll catch you next time.